whole life. So good for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I've been doing this thing my whole life. So good for the art, that's why I'm so nice. I think you're onto something, bro. Terrible. I think you're onto something. I think, I think the cartel training dolphins to package and mule hardcore, very, very expensive drugs to the ocean. It's a viable option. I mean, because I mean, if you're thinking about it, a, a, a animal that just like smart as shit, smart, yeah. I mean, and they will just come up to people. So like, you just gotta have people in the water to cut those packages off of them. <laughs> it's a terrible. Conversation. <laughs> anyway, so it, that was my original joke. But I was thinking like lunar, lunar tide eclipse bullshit, bro. Maybe I don't know. How much money would I have to pay you to grow a mullet? A lot, probably. Name your price. $1,000. $1,000, you roll a mullet. $1,000. For how long? A uh, month. A month? No, like a year. What the fuck, man? I a can't... year. Do you know how long it takes my hair to grow? If we're going to have the viewers pitch in for $1,000 for just to give you for a mullet. Larry Curly and Mo is not going to pitch in on me to grow a mullet. Bro, bro, I bet you we could get some people to pitch in on it. Thousand bucks. I'll put up five hundred of it. Six months tops. It's hot out here, here, bro. It's hot out here, well, you, bro. Dude, you're gonna have to wear it in the heat either way. I know. That's my God. How long do I have to have it in the back? I don't want one of those Joe Deerte mullets. I want the Bond like level. Okay, I'd probably do that. I probably rock that hoe for a year. Bet. <sighs> Can I do the thousand installments? No, I'm gonna need it up front. But dude, if we stretch it out. And like payments of two hundred and fifty. I mean, look how tight I keep this this hair, bro. It's gonna be hard for me to grow a mullet. I mean, it's gonna be really freaking hard for me mentally to grow a mullet. I hate it so bad, and you know I hate it. I think I think it's a I think it's your look, bro. I think a I mullet. think you're missing out on your look. The, it's everybody's look right no, now. No, but I would, dude, it would set you'd set it off, bro. I don't think like, I would. Like, I would look like a jock. I would literally have to dress but like you, this every day you, to pull yes, off the mullet. exactly. And that's what you need. That's your gimmick, bro. That's <sighs> your redneck gimmick. ass that's trailer your trash. Dude, your, that's, your outfit right now would be killing it. That's your gimmick. Dude. I know, man. That's, that's why gimmick. I think he came up with it. So I'm not wearing this outfit anymore. I don't want to be redneck trash. I think trash. you could pander to that, though, and get really big. I can't really even big. fish. Just don't tell them. Okay, I, don't, don't I can fish. Them. I can fish like fuck. You could pander, like, because you're enough redneck, like the redneck thug type, you know, like a little bit thug, like not because a, a lot of rednecks are a little bit thug. I backed out of this thug thugness. Like the new, modern rednecks are just a little bit thug. A lot of hip hop culture down here, y'all. You know, you know what I'm so saying? much. You got everybody, three six mafia. Everybody listens to three six mafia. Everybody listens to Ti. Everybody listens to Young Jeezy. Yup. Everybody listens to Gucci Mane. Gucci. Everybody. Everybody. That's good. So, you know, even your rednecks down here. But you know what? There's a lot of black folks around here that you wouldn't think it but listen to country. You think they got mullets? I don't think black people can grow mullets. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, it's going to be like straight. a fixed mullet, but it don't have to be straight to be a mullet, does it? Cause people yeah, get it's got to go down. It's, nah. they, they just grow out. People get perms on their mullets. You mean perm straight? <clears throat> like just straightened? No, they get perms. Where it's curly. Yeah. yeah, but it's still got to it's still got to flow down. If it just sits out like you a reverse velociraptor, <laughs> you don't. 
It's not the same. That's what we call a black mullet, the reverse velociraptor. I don't know. I don't know. I the first thing that came to my head. I'm going to ask you back here. I'm going to go to the barbershop. It's not. Man, this episode is making us seem real racist. Uh uh. I'm going to go to the barbershop. I've come to the realization that I'm never going to run for Senate. No, you're not. Real talk. That's been a that's been a, a serious like come to realization moment for me. That unless there there's like some possibilities that some pretty serious life changes in the near future. The two things that I really honestly thought that were like serious that I could end up doing. One would be a pastor of a church. Nope. And then the other would be like running for like a major political. You're gonna office. have to stop hanging out with me. Yeah, to that's, do that's either. I wouldn't have, not to be a pastor. I wouldn't. Oh yeah. I mean, I, listen. I mean, you can't. Or you're you gonna have to change me. Make me. I don't have to change you. You're gonna want to try. Not, when you're a, when you're a, a Christian, you don't have to make anybody. You're change, gonna want to try. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a Christian. <laughs> I don't try to make you change. Yeah, but if you're a pastor, you're gonna want to try. You're gonna be like, man, you're you're looking real down for hellfire right now with those two jellyfishes but, you're rubbing. But like, be real though. Like, I mean, I don't just, think so. Like, would it be? I think as long as like. You respect who I am, and I mean, maybe we don't like go to like titty bars together. We don't do that now, right? Well, that's what I'm saying. So basically, you you are a preacher. I mean, I'm to not. These folks, this is your congregation. You know what it is, honestly. What you know scared me away from religion for a long time. What is? I had this like belief that, um, like I'll never really be good enough to live that like that way. Yeah. So it's like it's better to. What do you like, mean, good enough? Like up to standard, especially to like be a pastor. I would never uh, be able to do that. Who's like standard? legitimately, that really is the 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 reason I don't think I could ever do it is because I don't feel like I could ever. Like I'm, I don't think I would ever like feel like I would be up to par. I think you're full pastor. of shit enough to be a pastor or a, for or sure. a politician for sure. Like you could really I got like that part. Hone some people in on whatever the fuck. Yeah, I got I got that say. part. I can, I can so you, you, in your heart of hearts, you just couldn't believe that you need to write, be there. Like I don't feel like I could ever, I like, would ever believe that I could. I right, was good enough to you. be up there. I'm gonna say I think you could definitely captivate an audience to do both. I might could, I might could, I might could put forth a really good like. Like I just don't think I'd ever. I might like an image. But like I don't, I don't think I could ever feel good about it. I think you could probably be the mayor of Columbus one day if you wanted to. Yeah, at I least, would do that. at least. Yeah, I, I for sure. Agree at that. minimum, at one in one. Oh, for sure. And maybe I'm like, gonna be honest with you. If you didn't think that I could accomplish that in my lifetime, then like I maybe don't. a state representative, even like yeah. I think you could do that. Maybe because yeah. I know a guy. I'm not gonna say his name because I, I think I could too. State representative, but he's sure. a fucking retard and he's a state representative. So yeah. <laughs> I say that with the utmost respect. R <laughs> word. Oh yeah. I don't oh, care. Well, we get back in our conversations, man. When it's just me and you talking, I just say it. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually care. I don't say it in real I life. Think, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think that taking out the term "retarded" as an insult is stupid. Yeah, it's All not right, even so a good insult. Here's the thing. Okay, taking away that as an insult, you got to do one of two things. Okay. Now we won't we won't, don't want to say that people who we used to call mentally retarded we don't want to call them retarded because yeah. people started using the term as an insult right so because they started using the term as an insult they're like well, we're not going to be retarded anymore we're going to be mentally handicapped or disabled or which whatever. is cool which is fine but a retard but is still a fucking retard then 
that means I get to keep the insult. That's the yes. deal. Okay. You changed yeah, your yeah. name. Okay, well, y'all aren't retards anymore. Now just the kid that can't figure out how to tie his pants coming to football practice, that kid's a retard. Right. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. who the retard is now because we made the deal. You changed the name, so so now we can say the word. Right. Okay. The guy that can't catch the football on the punt return, he's the fucking retard. Right. That's the, yeah, yeah. He's the, he, that's, the that's what a retard is. Yeah. But then they were like, well, now y'all can't say the word either. So hold on. You just made the rule for everybody? Yeah, I don't think I don't think it's fair. Yeah, no, you, there's a lot of words that I love to say. Right, you can't just make up rules about words. Like you got to have some background on it. Like it's FFR for me. Do you know what FFR is? No. Fuck faggot and retard. Whoa, Those are man. my three favorites. <laughs> three. Those are my three favorite words. Those really? are my go-to's. I mean, faggot in the dictionary we under just something went from talking about. Being Christians to to just say, but this is one. Of That's the why I said you can't hang out like, with me. Like I just I don't feel like a strong like and I don't feel bad about saying bad words and like you can't do that if you're and I I just I don't. But where in the Bible does it say you can't say fuck faggot yeah. and retard? Well, it definitely doesn't say that verbatim. Okay, uh, then so I'm that, good. I'm going. Definitely boy. not in that. There's there is one. There's one verse that talks about uh, avoiding filthy language. Here's, but who right. made it filthy? Who deemed it filthy? Right. So that's the point that I'm, that's the point that I'm getting to. Like, because the language wasn't even invented back then, filthy. right? Well, the 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 concept of the cuss word was was new, in the, the moment when the Bible was being during Jesus' time. So the concept of the cuss word actually dates back to ancient Rome. But it certainly certainly wasn't English. Um. No. Well, no. It, it definitely wasn't English. But I would think that if like slang wasn't something you wanted to do. Here's the here's the only real argument that I feel like that you can make is that the Bible says to avoid the appearance of evil. And because someone could say that that's evil, then it's going to like damage the the testimony of the church or whatever. Here's the reason why I'm going to you kind of got to got you kind of got to call bullshit on that at some point when you're just like you could say that about any term. Yeah, like y'all. Because here's the thing. Maybe not y'all. I mean, but come like on. Crap, man. poop, doo doo, vagina, lesbian, asshole. And you know what's funny? This is actually funny. And so, one of the flaws of religion, in my opinion, is that the longer that the religion is around, the more corrupted it is by man. 100%. That's the truth of anything political parties, governments. Um, it doesn't matter. Honestly, I think that the best thing to do. In Washington right now would be to forcibly kick out every Republican and Democrat, block out everyone who's in, who is involved in politics right now, block them out and their families mm -hmm. from being eligible for reelection, make the formation of at least two, if not three, new political parties. One being libertarian. That uh, I don't know that I I would say that necessarily. Um, oh. I mean, because you. Essentially, the Republicans and Democrats, the reason that those are the two main can parties is because they're historically the two most moderate parties. Like, they're the two mo they're the closest to each other. So, like... But yet so far away. How on a scale, work? you would have, like, Libertarian, which would essentially stand for historically um, absolute... Like it would be a couple steps before anarchy, like yeah. like stronger state government, very weak federal government, like not very strong state government though. Like most things privatized, no well, the social, way the world works now, very little to no social programming. Better, um, for, I, for honestly, a, I think I think that it's 
maybe at least a restart. The you know the restart. On the other end of that, though, you'd have like your like your. It's not really popular popular here in America, but you'd have like your communist party. Yeah, that would be the that would be the pol- the polar opposite opposite of libertarianism, in my opinion, would probably be like communism because in communism they had socialized government where the government was run for the social good of the people but they also had like moral oppression so like to the other it's like Chinese to the other ends of that you have like statism which would be communism which would be like this the government has control of both of everything of everything the government controls your personal life what you do in your bedroom how many kids you can have how many kids you can have they also control your money Right. On the on the libertarian side, it would be the opposite. Left and right, or Democrat and Republican, they're mixed views of each. And honestly, right in the middle, most libertarians are also like truly down. Uh, the libertarian market really would be anarchy. Would be at the very bottom, where like it's just every man for himself. So libertarianism is is slightly north of that, where you know government would provide like a standing military, um, uh, police force. All those things would st- could uh, under most libertarian di- I, like ideology, most of those things would still stand. Um, but very little to no social programs. I, I don't. It really mixes the two the two ideas of like the good of the whole versus the liberty of the individual, and like where you stand on which of those two things is more important. And then Republicans usually stand for more uh, moral obligation, so the government has a right to like enforce rules on you morally but it doesn't have the right to enforce rules on your pocketbook right. and then the democratic party would more usually lean to the government has the right to anything it wants from your pocketbook but it doesn't have the right to enforce rules on you morally in your bedroom or whatever we should take a test and so like most of the time that's why they're they're two of the more moderate parties so like they both just they below both usually believe in uh, bigger government than the libertarian mm. does, but just for different reasons. Yeah, different shitty reasons. Have you ever seen the, the political test where it like compares you to like people of the world? I'm, I've seen. Stuff have you ever like done them. any? Uh, at different points in my life, I have none recently. Cause I did you, one. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. You know, one of the reasons I don't get as political as I used to. Why? Because nobody. I don't. Well, you gonna say because nobody cares? Yeah. Uh, no, people well, usually get sucked into policy. Obviously, people care, bro. They care for different reasons. You don't though, care. Reason. But people do care. Now, you mean like the no. people don't care about what I'm saying? No. That I agree with. No, that's not what I'm saying. No. Like, well, that's true. Most though. of the time, they only care about one thing or the other. Like, so if they're bitching about Democrats, they're only bitching about the money they're losing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not really It's not really what, what's going on in the country more than just the fucking Democrats breaking me again or... Yeah, most people break things down to a personal, like... Yeah, it's all personal. Me level. Nothing's for the good of the country itself. Well, well, that's actually the the different view. So, like, the view of, like, the more more libertarian-minded or small government-minded person is that... um, the, the, in the, liber- the liberty of one individual is more important than the safety or the security the, the of whole. the whole. Yeah. And then the very opposite-minded of that would be that the good of the whole is always comes above. I'm always subservient to the good of the whole, right? Yeah. And then... The flip side of that is not only good how good of the whole minded should you be, 
when it comes to government, you're also asking yourself, how much control do I want to give to this entity to ensure that it's always so the like good of the me, like, am, I, am, I, am I for, am I okay with the good of the whole at the point of a gun? Am I okay with the entity, entity forcing me to do what's good for the whole? If not, they're going to kill me or lock me up. You know what I mean? Like, like because that's the only way to enforce that type of world because most of the time people are only usually going to be individual minded. Right. But then some parts of the world are very open to ideas like communism, like China. China was very open to the idea of communism, like one man for everyone, everyone for one man. This very like um, the, like what communism promised was this very utopian equal everyone's on an equal playing field no one's better than the other and these people had been downtrodden by like upper caste uh systems for so long that didn't believe in improving your station which is a very was a very eastern more eastern it, it existed on this part of the world too but this part of the world is where you know we believed a little bit more in being able to improve your station right you know? yeah. maybe you can't become royalty but you can become wealthy yeah um, but in other parts of the world, that wasn't really like you. This is who you are. This is what you are. You are, you know, you you make belts. You know, that's your you're going to be now you go you go become the best belt maker that there ever was, because that's what your father did. Yeah. And you don't question and go, well, maybe I would I would rather be in the army. I would rather, you know, you don't do that. You and that's how maker. you end up in a fucking sweatshop. Right. So, right. You know, essentially, um, but with China, we've seen, if you know how China does things, the downside to that system is when you give an entity that much power to divvy everything up equally, that that entity will be corrupted by humans yeah. and will uh, go haywire because that's what entities do. America was built on checks and balances. And which limited how big the federal government could be could get. Um, that's what the Constitution was. The Constitution yeah. was the writing to like check and balance to, to to tell the government where it can't step. You can't do this. You can't pass any laws that you know because that that was a very no, that was a very like new newer concept. Yeah. We we weren't the first people to do it. Uh, I think France was I think the first people to do it, but. But that was a, a very new age liberal concept of the time. That was a very liberal, very new age concept of, of limiting the powers of a government and not having royalty. You know, like that was like, whoa, that was a big deal. Nobody had ever really done that. And so America was really founded on the, the ideal of the individual liberty, a person being able yeah. to be in complete control of their existence. On your big own fat back. pieces yeah. of shit. They get nothing. If you'll go out and work your ass off and do more than everybody else around you, you can have everything. And and that's sort of what the idea of the country was founded on. And it similarly is, works like that now. And, but of. the downside of that one is very, there is a there is a downside to that in the way that we in that mindset is that there's a lot of people that are f that that they're kind of fat pieces of shit. Yeah. And there, there's a lot less of them when there's when there's no social programs. Everybody tends to work a lot harder when there's no safety net. They, that's just a fact. People are willing to do more for less because, oh well, if I don't lose, if I lose this job, I'm well, I'm fucked. So yeah, I'm not gonna know. eat. So you know, but there, are, there's some, there's the bottom five to ten percent of that that they don't really get to live. 
You know what I mean? Like they, oh, no. they're gonna die really young. They're gonna they're gonna starve. They're gonna you know they're oh, not gonna like make the it. They're gonna end up homeless. They're gonna be you at McDonald's and then they're gonna fucking die of fucking yeah. heart attack at twenty four. Yeah. That's that's their their life's gonna be real bad yeah. because at the end of the day they didn't hustle. You know, churches and and things should should I believe pick up the slack there for the people that just don't have the mental capacity to to go out and make a living or or whatever. Um, the ones that would actually starve if you remove that safety net, but the rest of the, the there's some upside to uh, to that. The downside to it, number one, is that even with the checks and balances, you see the government trying to buck the checks and balances all the time. Oh yeah, like when they like they're always trying to see like, how far they can push the envelope. Like, let, let's see how much of the, these rights we can take. Yeah. Let's see how much of these rights we can take. Let's see. And then also it builds up a separate in bad guy entity for people, which is like the corporations, because when left unchecked for long enough, companies can get, you know, when I say unchecked, you know, it's up to you if you think it's good or bad. Um, companies can get as big as you want. And then, and then that's a whole nother conundrum. Like, right. like, is that a good thing or not? I mean, the, the greatest things that America has, for the most part, have been due to to, to privately owned businesses that made buttloads of like buttloads and buttloads of, of money off of them. Like, like the Waltons are rich for a, a, a reason. Jeff Bezos is rich for a live, a reason, you know, oh, like, yeah. like, like he, he brought some value that no one else had ever even come close to. Like he brought, he brought into a new world where you can get anything you want with a click of a button and it delivered to your door, everything to your, from your, from your, TVs and furniture to your everyday household needs from a bookstore. You know what I mean? Like the dude's a billionaire for a reason. He's a genius. You hate him. You love him. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think of him. He's a genius and he's a billionaire. Yeah. He's, he's a he's a big mountain and you're a little ant. Okay. Like it, it, when you say you touch, you know you have a microphone, Mo. Where are we at, Mo? Oh, yeah, What's the time? In. Yeah, we're hour in. Hour in. I just in. want to let you know. Yeah. We're cool. hour in, everybody. Hour in. I'm still going, though. I was hearing about Steve Jobs the other day about how, like, he was so smart and so badass, but such a piece of shit at the same time. Like, well, how do you not be he was super a piece of shit when you're that successful? Well, you know, toward the end of his life, I think people said that he got really I mean, he had nice. fucking Asians working in sweatshops for pennies on the dollar to make iPhones so he could sell okay, them. Okay, but people say pennies on the dollar. That's the free market. Then that's the downside of the free market. It's the downside, but at the same time, how do you not do that when those, you can? Those Asians who are here's 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 the saying? thing: like, when when you shut opinion. down those sweatshops, do you know what those Asians do for a living now? Nothing. Right. They hungry. go find another sweatshop. That's what they yeah, do. They're hungry. They, do. they need a little bit of money, and that's the amount of money that they need. And so, like, I'm kind of digging on that shit. You know what I mean? I, like, I don't think it's a, good, a, bad, a good thing. I think that those should be. I, I would. It would be, and that's where you get into like true capitalism, which Republicans are against, like globalized capitalism, right. where like um, that because Republicans are for the working man. They want to be. They want to be like for the working man, not for the lazy freeloaders. And because if you get above working man, you're you're the idea of like those people don't really matter. That's the people we're actually going to have their back and like get, do what they say. So we don't need to market to them. Yeah. When you get above working man, that's like the people that really have money and work and, and, and go after. So like you you have the Democrats who try to like represent they try to represent the lower class, like the like the the the, the disenfranchised, I think. 
the, the Republicans, I feel like they try to narrow and mark it down to is from a marketing scheme because it does make sense to do it this way, like the middle class to upper middle class, yeah. um, you know, to, to working class, working class, middle class is what I would say is is what who their marketing seems, class to, class? seems to be pushed to. You saying like white collar, blue collar, or what do you consider? Uh, like, it's yeah, like either of those. Blue would, collar would work. could be working class, middle class, right? Yeah, because I mean, you can. You're, I mean, a lot of these guys are making fifty to over a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'd be that'd be middle class. Yeah, for still sure. middle class. Yeah, I think middle class ends at like two hundred fifty thousand a year. Okay, so depending on how you ask, that, that, that's where. Like you, you got money now, but nobody. But not really, really. There's actually was a study done um, by a university that found that one of the least important factors for if a new law is drafted or not or, or it takes effect is the popularity of the populace like like what what it's polling at right that a lot of times is the least and the, by the way um i'm pro-life and so this is not a roe v way jab um <laughs> you know because I, I that's a whole nother conversation that i'm not going to get into with you but like no let's don't i'll fuck it up um but like they, what they found was that what 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 each side wanted. No matter what, it wasn't like when Democrats went to vote, they didn't necessarily their votes didn't necessarily line up that well on like passing new laws by what their constituents wanted. Right, it, and neither were Republicans. But the most important factor was their lobbyists. Like like what like like the people who they wanted they had in their pocket wanted. Yeah, that was like the the number one factor that like whatever benefited the people who are above the people. Yeah, yeah. What they wanted the the <laughs> the, the shot callers. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the man. You can see it though, right? right. And how that, how that, else are they going to keep their also, pockets that can padded? Also, that's another. That's actually another issue with one hundred percent capitalism too. One hundred percent unchecked capitalism means that corporations can pay off politicians and in my eyes it's no different than the cartel how they vote or whatever right no it's not it's the exact same uh, thing they're just pushing just done, different but it's done legally right but it's still not moral you right know what i mean um so you like I, this is the reason i don't get into politics that much anymore though because the more i think about it the more i make it my it makes my head hurt because like it really, honestly, to me, does come down to worldview and perspective, yeah. like what, you, where you're, like you have to inspect values before you can know what political party you're a part of, like, you, like that's the most one of the most important things. Like, look at yourself as a person and like, well, like, how okay am I with enforced, um, rule like giving giving a, a entity the power to enforce these rules that are going to create uh, harmony and equilibrium. You know what I mean? Like, like what, how, how important is it? Because I, as a libertarian, I hate to admit, like you look through history, like there is a, there, there is something to be said for infrastructure that government provides to enable growth. Yeah. Like, like the government, the infrastructure that the government provided connect like ultimately like like the road systems and, and you could say that road systems would have got there either way because like you know 
airlines are privatized for the most part, but I don't know that they would have been. I don't I don't know that highway systems and things like that could have been privatized. That would have been really difficult, I feel. Because, yeah. uh, like, I'm, I'm just trying to think of a – like, you could say toll roads, but I don't know that people of that time – I think they were still. It would have had to. Ta- it would have had to take. But could you imagine, like, with the toll rolls, if it, they could still tell you no. Yeah, you're you're not getting down this road. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, it, at the same time, it's like, how well would it work? But I mean, a lot of like what, a lot of what makes humans grow as people is like learning that you have to be cool with everyone around you, or you yeah. lose shit. Oh, yeah, one absolutely. of the problems with uh, a system with a lot of social programs and things, now people can just kind of – and, like, it's illegal to hit people and murder people and, like, drag people's bodies through the center of town and stuff. Now, along with the fact that that's very enforced, like – and then also, um, like, you can't – you can't just not feed people. You know what I mean? Like right. they can't They can't go do it on their own now. Um but that's what makes human humanity go forward. Like, like that's why humans are the most social creatures on the planet in terms of being able to build civilizations and things is because like we were able to communicate with each other and build on top of each other and, and like, and like live, live harmoniously with each other. And one of the most important factors for like, if you got to survive or not was not how smart you were or how strong you were. It was how well you were able to like communicate to the pack and how well you were able to make people around you like you. That was, that was really like how you ensured survival. It wasn't be the smartest because sometimes let's be honest, you're all in a room and somebody's the smartest like you know are you trying to be like me or whatever you want to stab him in the face with a fork absolutely people don't like smart people well, so like what was what was really the 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 factor of like evolution of like what drove us to to who we are today a lot of it now i mean the smart people were smart so they survived yeah but i'm just saying that wasn't the only factor <laughs> that's why we are so social is because we're one of the few animals that like you know we're, but not all pack animals are this way like the pack of the pack's opinion of you matters. I find ants yeah. interesting. Totally different animal than us. I know, but I just find them that super they're actually the ultimate example of um, the group whole. What's good and and safe for the group takes precedent over the individual. Oh. Like like if you want to look at an ant colony, that's truly like it's impressive. That right? states, yeah. I mean, so there is something to be said for you know. I mean, it's just it's. I was watching Hive a, mentality. <laughs> I was watching a, a ant the other day, literally watching it. There was a dead ant on the floor, and another ant just comes up and scoops it up with its mouth, you know, because they're super strong, and just totes them off. Yeah, it's like really hive mentality. I'm That's actually reading awesome. a book right now, um, about hive mentality, and humans also have hive mentality, and if people don't, people don't understand. Like a lot of times. A lot of the endorphin there there is there's there are things that are spiritual experiences for humans. Altered states of consciousness that are spiritual experiences. Um, you know, psychedelics, uh, but you can achieve a lot of the same things that psychedelics do. You can achieve from a, and I'm just speaking from a purely neuro like science perspective here. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it's the same experience. But from a brain scan like point of view, 
um, there are things that you can do that will enable a similar type trip. Um, things like getting in a big group together, jumping and chanting, like chanting, uh, continuously chanting like uh, a phrase over and over in a loop as a group. Um, things like that, those things will actually, in your brain, they can create uh, a lot of the, the same neuroscience of, like, DMT, right? Um, it's almost like your brain is, like, connecting to, to something else. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Damn, crazy I'm science. I'm so fucked up. Um, I'm sitting but, here thinking of a phrase. There's one phrase in mind. I'm not so, going to say it. So... When you uh, when you when you get a group of people together though, like they that you ever think about, but it can have negative impacts too. You think about like mob violence. Yeah, it depends what their what the big and, group is aimed towards, right? Yeah, and they and they they'll do things that they would have never in a million years done on their own, right? But because they're in a group, everybody starts thinking as an organism. Like people yeah. get together and they start thinking, and their brains form like an organism, one big of oneness, fucked up brain. And think about think about what what like a lot of religions teach. It's crazy, but a lot of religions teach, like Buddhism. What are they always talking about? Yeah. Oneness with the universe. Yeah. Be one. Hum. Be one. Be one. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a it's a it's a chase for hive mentality. It's a chase for. And I don't necessarily, I think done in a positive way, I think it could be a good thing. You know what I mean? Like like done in a positive way, humans are meant to be hive, tribal hive mentality creatures. Like like, like group, group, uh, think tank type, type deal. Yeah. Where like people, because people feed off of each other's energy. And, and, but the thing, and the thing about it is like a lot of this stuff with this book that I'm reading, um, and again, this is not a religious te religious book, but it's uh, it's just a scientific book. Um, it's called Stealing Fire. And uh, oh yeah, you told me about that last yeah, week. Yeah, that's what I, I'm kind of just reading at it a little at a time. Just reading, but it's really good. It's a it's a really good it's a really good read. It's like you may disagree with with parts of it, but it it, it simply breaks down altered states of consciousness on a like a brain level. What what's happening in your brain? During this altered state state of consciousness, it goes can, through more than one state. And, yeah, depending on what the what the altered state is, like there's different altered states. So I'm saying it goes through several altered states in the book, or no? Yeah, well, it talk it just talks about like really what it is and how it's been used previously. Like they did one study that proved that microdosing psilocybin mushrooms. I can't. I don't remember exactly what the what the percentages were, but um, a university did a study. And they had students do problem solving, uh, creativity exercises, and things of that nature. Um, they did. They had each group. They had several groups that did it: control group, um, and then test group. And consistently, almost every group, and it was I think like over a thousand students that they tested. Um, and almost every group, uh, students who were microdosing on psilocybin mushrooms performed i believe 150 percent better oh, at problem wow. solving and 200 percent better at creativity than students who were not microdosing on psilocybin mushrooms really yeah it, it makes your brain perform getting into some of these altered states of, of consciousness of like into this almost like spiritual realm it it um and and i think it i think it goes back um 
I think it goes back to because I believe I do believe there's a God, right? Yeah. Um, I don't believe there could be a universe if there weren't aren't a God because when the universe was created is when space and time were created, which means that something had to have created space and time. There was right, a moment right. before something happened before space and time was created. And, you know, they know that space is the is the fastest moving object in the universe. It's not it's not light. Space space because we know when the when the universe was created that it moved at like a way way faster than the speed of light could ever move. So like the creation of space is the the fastest moving uh, thing in the universe. Um, but I'm definitely chasing a rabbit there. Go but, for it. Um, you know what they find is 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 moments of like in these states, and I think I think it's the way that God designed us. I think that like He designed us to be like like an organism like that, like like in a state of oneness with Him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, but we can we can form it in a lot of really unhealthy ways. We can form it like. You, we like we're, we're given the ability to misuse it in any way that we want to, and I think that I think that God like that's just my opinion on it. But I believe that like because like what we what we do know can't believe I'm getting into this. Uh, we don't have nobody watches this shit, so you know <laughs> Dwayne when he edits it, he'll be like, I disagree with Jake's theology, and he'll be the only person to care. Um, but at the uh, at the end of the day, I think that uh, I think that God like made man like in a in that like mentality of being in oneness and and then we're when we misuse it like it can be it can be done in a lot of different ways um and i was talking about like the relation to it to like psilocybin mushrooms was um you know the the one thing that science believes your brain releases in in like in like a lot of the moment you die is dmt which is oh, the, really? which is the psychedelic drug that people take when they lick toads and shit. Which is where they see the light and all that. Bullshit. They see the light and they or they go. <laughs> a lot of people that do DMT claim that they meet God, and that's why a lot of people think that they go through and then they get the angel experience. But like, I think that a lot of things that are like spiritual exist in a physical realm. Yeah, and this is a lot of people. Y'all are gonna listen. Like, I'm gonna have so many people check out here. But just hear me out. I'm not saying that I'm right. All these fucking people. All right. I'm not saying that I'm right. We don't even know. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying think about it, right? I'm thinking think about it like this. What if God put that that substance on earth and that's the that's the trigger. That's the that's the lubrication that you need to slip when it's time to go. Yeah. That's how you get to the other side. Yeah, right. right. What if, like, a spiritual being is really just a four-dimensional being? Four-dimensional beings could, 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 could contact with us. But if there is such a thing as a four-dimensional being, there would be, like, evidence. Like, way, like, like if they're contacting and, like, in, in – it just makes sense to me that there would be, like – More than what you get from the ghost Evidence in the, in the right? moment that you – it's just – you can't convince me that in the moment that you die, you get a rush of a psychedelic drug that takes you to meet an all-powerful – all loving um of unlimited wisdom being that loves you and wants you to be you know good or whatever you know what i mean and and that's the drug that your brain decides to produce that takes you somewhere else right the moment that you die like why would that be evolutionarily necessary for humans to to sound stupid as fuck right like like there's like the reason that we exists well there's reasons for why we we do all these different things evolutionarily but like the one thing that you're that survived is this thing that gives us something only in the moment that we die 
well then there's how did how does it how does that thing survive right there's no way for it to like be weeded out or does everything have that thing in it so it's a it's it's this thing that ties the whole universe together you know what i mean right because you know your body's producing dmt right now like it's tying like it, it, it i don't know it's just uh I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying because I have no idea. It's, well, it's no the craziest does, idea ever. Yeah, it's kind of almost stupid. But, but what if like, what if there is like a like another like a way to touch and go to the right. the other side of like this to the spiritual realm and and maybe when when done done well with like the right guidance, you can kind of understand a little bit more of what you were seeing and what it was, and that's really what the spiritual like. I definitely think different things make that happen. You know what I mean? Because because they they've proven with brain scan, and I don't know. I just I just think that, and I'm I'm not like a big psychedelic guy. I've never even done DMT. I'm cl- I'm only looking at this from like the outside of what people tell me about DMT, <laughs> and then like even people who are atheists before they do it will come out and be like, I'm not saying I'm not an atheist anymore, but I no longer have any fear of death. Right? Like like it removes people's fear of like. Like they've proven that psilocybin mushrooms, when when given to cancer patients, it removes their fear of death. They're just like everything's okay on the other side. Like I'm I'm ready to go, you know. But yet we won't give it to to people. You know what I mean? It's just weird. It's weird that it's weird that that like I get why people are trying to control it because in the like the 60s and 70s you had the like that free love movement. But then when you really sit down and think about it, like why were and I know that I know a lot of my super right wingers are gonna be like, no, that. You know those those people were violent. I mean, uh, are we really going to say hippies were a big enough issue for us to throw down these mandates? And because they were they were getting naked in in the woods and they were and doing what's natural smoking. to the world. Yeah, though, right? just kind of like acting like yeah, almost like acting like modern day monkeys, kind of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just kind of like modern day animals. You know, I kind of appreciate. It's, it. But 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 when <laughs> we look at that, because I think what happens is after a lot of these experiences. I think that we kind of, I think a lot of people start to see the world differently. And I don't think that they're seeing it better, but I don't think they're seeing it worse. I think they just see things differently because real I think, world problems become different. Yeah. Problems. I think a, a lot of people that I know that have done psychedelic trips, when they come <gasps> back from them, Excuse they're me. way lower strong. Yeah. And like everyday life, the things that, that, things that deal, used right? to bother them don't bother right. them anymore. They're not really as interested in building like what they call the a lot of these drug trips is like an ego killer. Yeah. And when it says ego, it it doesn't mean like your inf- like your your cockiness. It's your inflated sense of self, your self identity. That's right. what your ego is. That's yourself, who you think you are. Oh, I'm Jake. I'm a hard worker. Um, I'm a good fighter. I'm 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 big. I'm everything that you think is you. That's your right. ego. Oh, I'm I'm funny. I'm tall um this is these are the things that i use to compile a version of myself to, to create Jake. a character to go out and meet with people right that's that's what your ego is and then when you have these psychedelic experiences a lot of time you come back and and that that version of you is different or is gone right you can see you're kind of like oh that's just a that's that's not me this is me it's right. almost like this I, okay, pile done, of skin and i bone. have done i'm not gonna say i've never done a psychedelic but I've never like tripped, tripped, but even from like um, a, like a microdose or whatever, like yeah. even from things like that, like you just like you feel like like your soul is you. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just like like, but all the things that you believe about yourself are bullshit. 
You know what I mean? Like everything that you think, like if you were to say who's Tyler, like the things that you would name, that's not Tyler. Right. Like that's not who you are. You're, that's you. Like you're there. Physically. But like that, your body, that's your meat suit. That's that's not you. You know what I mean? And this is like, when I got to thinking about that, that's such a spiritual concept. Even though your meat suit and your and your spirit and your your soul, I think like they like they've proven that like the way that you stand and the way that you hold yourself changes the way how your body produces hormones. So it is it is you, but it's not you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very spiritual concept. And so just I don't know. You, it's hard to, for me to believe. You said the I way you about, stand changes. Yeah, they've proven that standing for three minutes a day in a power pose, like your hands on your hips and your chest poked out like a superhero. Um, can increase testosterone by like twenty percent. No way. And decrease cortisol by like fifteen percent. What is cortisol? Stress hormone. I do that pose every day. I'm not kidding. Do you do it for three minutes? I do it more than three minutes, probably just Will to be stand? fun. Just to be funny. Um, just like, get, you, you keep doing it, dog. Well, you know, like since I got that lead role or whatever, so I'm always standing there like I'm somebody, just joking. But then I tell you, I come in here and I tell you that I don't really give a shit about anything, right? Like, I'm not stressed out about anything, even though I should be. Is that, that's weird. That is weird. That's really weird. That's good, though. That's cool. That's yeah, good. like. Because, like, I'm, I've gotten really into, like, because of that, it really kind of promotes the stoic mentality, right? Like, yeah. like, I'm not me. I'm just this meat suit, so I'm just going to behave the way I want to feel. Yeah, you know what I mean. You just behave the way that you want to feel, because it's just a meat suit, and it's gonna it's gonna respond to the way you make it respond. Like when you want to feel erratic, you kind of act erratic. Yeah, but if I want to feel good, I get up and move, and I work out. Right. I, I go and I do something. I go for a walk. If I want to feel good, when if you I, want to, if yeah. I want to feel if I want to feel shitty, then I want to. I'll go sit in my room and close the door and, and close the blinds and, and, and sit like and, I'm sad. Yeah, and kind of like <laughs> with my head down and my shoulders slumped forward, because that's gonna make you feel. It's going to make you, I promise you, try it. Oh, yeah. Try it. Try it. Go home tonight. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, go home right now and try it. Go sit like a loser, slump your shoulders, dip your head. Turn on some sad music. Turn on some sad music or whatever. Yeah. And, and make just, yourself and feel like about, shit. And then just act like you're sad. You don't even have to think about anything sad. You'll just no. start feeling You'll shitty. You'll feel like shit, yeah. you feel sad. And then do the same thing. Like, stand up and make yourself smile really, really big. Poke your chest out. Like, yeah, let's go. Like, like it's cheesy, but it works. It like, does you actually. Work. Because you can't feel your way into an action. It's like you're you can coaxing, always act your you're way coaxing into yourself into feeling whatever you right. want to feel. Yeah, I feel like that a lot. Yeah, like because when I come in here sometimes, like from the car ride over, it's like, man, I don't really want to go anywhere. I don't really want to do anything. I just want to be a little fat piece of shit and not do anything. And then as soon as I pull up, I'm like, yeah, I'm just to turn up on this motherfucker. You know what I mean? I'm supposed to go see my, I'm to go see my buddies. Pump myself up. I turn on a little. Village people and I just get right. Yeah, it's amazing. Again, all my, all my like, all my like religion talk. I just want to be clear with everybody listening. Like, I'm not even saying I believe this because I feel like a lot of people are gonna like. But I think that this is unhealthy. Like, if someone proposes this idea that maybe God was bigger or did some things that you didn't know about or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, there was some some other stuff, something else going on. Maybe things are different. And then if your immediate viewpoint is like heretic, burn him at the stake, like I don't think that's a healthy response. Like, like if you believe like, like I didn't want any. I don't know. Just, just that I, I don't. 
that's the point. The more the point I'm trying. That's to probably make. people who want to feel like that though too. They're gonna make themselves feel like, you know what I mean? Right. Like you, you know what I mean? People who like, burn people at the stake want to burn. Yeah, people they're at very. The yeah, they're very. Most of the time, tightly people, wound people. People who want to do shady, yeah. mean ass shit just because somebody. Or just if, like if you get mad that someone's questioning your worldview. Yeah. Like if if you yeah. if you get really angry if somebody's like like the what if it's a little bit different like like and like. And this is coming from me as a Christian, but I think that I think a little bit of like, well, let me compare it. Like, if you want to be a Christian, just say, okay, well, let me compare what you're saying to what I feel like the Bible's saying, and see if I can come to terms with you. And I'm, they probably won't, but that's okay if that, as long as that's the way you're seeing it. Yeah. And I'm not. And again, like, I'm not saying that there's any coherent sense to what I'm saying. Maybe I don't not. like. Like, I I read just enough bullshit to occasionally be able to quote the bullshit that I read. Right. I have nothing figured out. I don't know, like, especially about, like, like beyond, like, what's going to happen. I don't even know anything about being successful. People always talk about, like, you know, Jake, what, what do you think about being successful? It's like, bro, how am I supposed to know? You're successful. I'm not. Not really. Not in the world scheme. Not in the world scheme, but why do you got to look at it like that? That's what I'm saying, though. Why wouldn't I? Why? why who? What does it matter? Like, why do I need that role? That role I'm of successful. Successful. I'm successful, and I don't need the world to tell me I'm successful. Or oh. why do you? But why do you even need the the or, the word? That's for I your ego. I don't need it. Well, then then you could say I'm not successful, but you wouldn't. But I am. Like it only has that. No, because I had I had this I had this view of where I was going to be. 10 years from now well 20 years from now 20 years ago and it wasn't here it wasn't it never is I always figured I'd be pushing up daisies you know by 25 and yeah I so I guess it's, it's who you're comparing yourself to but that's that's kind of a give and a take right but I'm really only comparing myself to me like that's one of the things that makes me so sometimes though comparing yourself to others can be a good thing could yeah if you want to feel thing. good if you want to feel good or feel bad about yourself but in my opinion like comparing myself to me as a whole is but where like, I always make myself feel better. Like, well, not feel better, but I feel good about myself because, as a younger me. But then, if you, as long as you're only comparing yourself to younger <laughs> you, then how are you ever getting better? Because next year I'm gonna compare myself to this me. So you, you just gotta always make sure you're better than you last year, or yesterday, or ten minutes ago. I feel yeah. As long as like your habits indicate that that's what you're doing, that you're like actually becoming a better version of yourself then i would i agree with you but i mean like but like if you're not actually actively pursuing something that's going to make you well, yeah i mean just because you say okay well tomorrow i'm not going to be hungry and you eat the next day i mean what did you really do but you know what i'm saying like when do you, when do you ever say tomorrow I'm, I'm, not I'm, I'm i don't because i always fucking eat I'm a G, and I yeah. I'm just saying, like, but like, on small scales, like, I mean, I'm only playing devil's advocate because I'm 100 percent a believer in not comparing yourself to other people, being non-comparative. Like, I, it's 100 percent like a fact that you shouldn't compare yourself to other people's lives too often, especially their lives on social media, or the, like, because you, you, you got to remember, like, really sit down and think about the fact that you are a character. Yes. Okay. Like, you came up with this person. With these, like you came up, like these are your ideals, these are your goals. Yes. I just kind of decided that I stand like this. I believe this. This is how I do my hair. This is this is the persona that I want the other per people to see and think about me from the way that you wear your hat, or the fact that you don't wear a hat, or what type of hat that you wear, or the way that you cut your beard. That's your character. We all have one. Everybody has a character. It doesn't matter if you think you do or not. 
Some people have a few, and most of them go to hospitals. But um, not all the time. Not all the time. And honestly, you know, <clears throat> what am I talking about that led into this so I don't get completely off track? Yourselfness. Not c- comparative. Yeah, because we're like, all right. So once you, but once you realize that you're a character, and so what you're seeing, all you're seeing is what that person deemed appropriate for you to see of their character. Yes. Because everybody okay. lets everybody so like, see different parts of them, 100%. Right. Like, when I go on social media, my life looks so much cooler than it actually is. Because, all right, Mo can vouch for this. Most of my day is spent locked in my office. Right? That is a fact. Not fun. Not having a blast. I need to stop doing that, actually. I need you, to, yeah, you should. I hate it. It makes <laughs> me depressed. I've kind of I've actually been cutting it down on it some. I have been cutting down on the amount of hours I'm spending. Right, that's basically office. prison right there. You know, right. until you leave. Exactly. And so, but you look at my social media. It's like, oh, I'm at a fight over here. Oh, well, I'm at this this other cool thing over there. Oh, I got a YouTube show coming out every week, following the shenanigans I do every week. Da 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 da. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's only a, the shit you want to see. Minute, that's a ten minute highlight reel to sum up seven days. Right. That's not a lot. And then a lot of times, guess what? We don't have enough material to do an episode that week. So we have to put two weeks together or one week where a lot happened. We'll split it into two. So we got like we always got one in the hole for the next weekend. You know what right. I mean? But, you know, like like that's not that much. I can't, you you know, can't feel a 10 minute highlight reel. It's probably more than more than just you, though. It's definitely it's me. Everybody. That's everybody. Everybody. I have one of the coolest, coolest jobs and like. Jobs that like allow you to go do different stuff than what other people's jobs. But even you like do. millionaires sitting in boardrooms all week long. That'd be terrible. All they really you terrible. see on Facebook where they right, went, getting to go travel to yeah. all of the world. That's one percent of their life. They were on a yacht, you know, with that's ten what, naked bitches. To me, that right there, that is like the 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 epiphany mindset of people that go to the trip is when they realize that that bullshit. And that's something that like I've realized too. Like, okay, don't kill yourself for 99% of your life to be happy 1% of your life. Like, if you absolutely hate the shit that you're doing, like, I'm not telling you how to live, dog, but I'd go make less money and do something else. Right. If my kids got to go without without a brand new car, or, or I'm sorry, you know, that you can say that sacrificing for your kids I think that there's absolutely nothing wrong with kids making them buy their own car, making them buy their own stuff. I don't think there's anything wrong with growing up just a little bit poor, to be honest with you. Hell I don't think that means no. that you failed, failed as a father. If your kids are fed and you're there for them, like, like, like you're you winning them as dad. Like yeah. you, you Teach them work ethic. Right. But, and then let them see you hustle. Let them see you hustle at something that you love, though, because I have so many. We got to end this episode, dude. But All I'm right. going to well, say this and I'm going to quit. I'm going to say this and I'm going to shut up. You're an hour and 45 in now. All right. I'm going to say this and I'm going to shut up. So many guys, people, think that when they when their sons see them kill themselves for a job that they hate so the son can have a better life, when you do get your son that better life, he's going to look at you and be like, I want any life but that. Because he's going to have the option to choose. Yeah. He's going to have the option 
you know, like, like, but how great would it be? And I feel like this is one of the, this is honestly, in my opinion, my parents made me get out and work. And I think that that definitely helped my work ethic. But I think it was just being around my dad. Because one thing I'll say about my dad, I have never met hardly anybody in my life that works harder than my dad. Like, my dad will put in that work, son. Yeah. And his dad was that way, too. I'm talking about my dad. My dad worked on a, like, he'll work 80 hours a week and, and still go to church on Sunday. And fight a bull. And, and like, when he'd get off work, we'd go work. Yeah. You know what I mean? When he had another job, like, like but what I would, I remember when he worked for AutoCore, he'd work similar hours. And he'd come home, and he was so mentally drained and beat down because he was managing AutoCore. And you could just tell he hated it. And when he quit his job, I think one of the greatest gifts that I got to see as a son was um, your dad work hard for something he was passionate about. Yeah. So few. How many kids get to grow up watching that? You, you got Just, to see both sides of I the got spectrum. To see, I kind of got to see both sides. But really, yeah. I really didn't get to spend – I didn't spend that much time with my dad But when he was on the other side. When he was killing himself for the man uh, – I couldn't go to work with him right. during the summer and stuff. Right. But when he went to work for himself and he was doing something he was passionate about, that's really when I spent time with him. You know, he, like, he like works really, really hard. You know, and you can – I don't – me and my, my dad, we don't always see the same way on, like, some things. But for the most part, you know, a, a, lot, of, a lot of the big see. picture we, we see similarly. Um, but – So find your it, passion. It was just – it was just – it was interesting to see, yeah, somebody – Somebody be passionate, like grow up with that, and I think that that probably, that probably was which bloomed I'm into your this, passion, right? Because yeah. I got, I found this, and the only thing I had ever seen was like somebody that found their passion. You don't take no for an answer. You put your nose down and you just drive your feet as hard as you can, and you yeah. do whatever you have to do to make it happen. And that was kind of like, uh, that was just kind of like what I had seen. So I was like, oh, and I feel like had I had a brain. Instead of work ethic, had I had a brain, I'd have been like, at the end of the day, working this hard, I'm only ever going to make X. Even what I'm making now, it w- I, I probably don't know that I would have even done it, but it was just like, it was never even like a question. Right. It was just like, I, I just kind of like, that's just how it was. That's how the, that's how the, I had just grown up, what I would grown up seeing. So I just feel like, I feel like that's missing. Anyway, let's wrap it up. Let's Thank you guys it. for... Tuning in. Find your passion. Very just, man, non-cohesive episode that that chased more rabbits than a than a than a beagle in a on a on a on a rabbit farm on a fourth of July. He's a good dog. He was a good dog. Thank you for 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 coming along on this verbal journey of ups and downs and and chasing alice and then alice chasing back at us up the rabbit hole at times that's a good one thank you for we've landed following us through this this myriad of 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 nuances and innuendos that 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 grace your ears like a melody of of flowers that that just tickle your nose and then dribble down your earlobes like like a waterfall of, of elephants. Like, See y'all in the next. Like peace. purple piece of bread. Man up.